our trust in man, but we put our trust in God. Hallelujah. Amen. But God uses men and women to do his work. Amen. Can I, can I get a big amen? Praise God. So we'd just like to welcome you out tonight. Any uh, visitors we have, guests that we have with us tonight, just lift your hand if you're here for the first or second time. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We're all members of the church. Amen. And if you've been here once or twice, you're a member of the church. Glory to God. Amen. Welcome. How many love the seat that you're sitting in tonight? I got a little bit of an echo with me. I'm not sure if it's my monitors or it's me. Um, Chris knows my ears are a mess, but anyways, how many love the seat that you're sitting in right now? You don't love it, do you? I, I'm, I'm going to do something just a little bit different. There, there's like an overload. I'm going to be preaching leaning like this because there's so many people over here, but I'm going to ask everybody in this section right here to stand up. Stand up. And I want this entire section right here to find a place to sit. Come on, and if your family don't fit, it's okay. You can sit wherever you'd like to sit on this side if you, if you absolutely have. No, 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 no. All the way over. Come on now. Yeah, you're going to get me preaching early tonight, amen. There we go. Right there, young man. There we go. Now, see, I, gotta, I'm, I move around a little bit when I preach, amen, and I, I can't be doing this. Uh, there we go. We're filling up. Praise God. Brother, you got a light load back there tonight, amen. You keep an eye on all these people for us, okay? Glory to God. I'm, he's a school teacher, so he's used to keeping an eye on everybody afar off. Man, now this feels nice in here, amen? This feels wonderful. I'm preaching to a, a full house tonight. Glory to God. Nobody's going to fall asleep, amen? Can I get a bigger amen? As our brother was mentioning, Dwayne, he was saying, man, I'll tell you what, we got to wake up. But listen, the truth of the matter is God has definitely woke us up, amen? And for those of you that God hasn't woke up, God's going to use me to wake you up tonight amen and I believe I got a word from the Lord tonight for all of us amen I'm so excited for what God is doing in this church let's continue to pray for pastor and Carla amen they are with um, their parents they're they're off in with with, with Carla's mom and dad um, they're, they're off on a little trip just spending some time together amen what a blessing that our pastor can go and with his wife and his family and enjoy his time amen I'll tell you what, you all are faithful, and we're so thankful for it that you're here tonight, that you said, you know what, no matter what, I'm going to church, amen? Glory to God. I promise you, you will not leave empty-handed tonight, amen? If you have your Bibles tonight, I want to minister a word, and the title of this message is Taking Authority in Jesus' Name. How many can honestly say in your walk with God that there are times when you have a very difficult time taking authority of the, in, in the things of God in your life. Amen? Now listen, a lot of times we think, well, I just have to take authority in the things of God, but God wants us to take authority in the situations in our life, but using Him as our authority. And many times we don't understand how to use or to even get God's authority in our life. And it's a real simple concept. It's not, there's no ingredients to it. There's no special formula to, to have this authority other than just understanding what God's word says, living what his word says, and being a doer of his word. Amen? Do you believe that tonight? If you have your Bibles, open your Bible to Luke chapter 10, verse 17. It's definitely going to be on the screen here tonight, but I'm going to read this scripture in Luke chapter 10, verse 17. It says, Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, 
Even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I'm just kidding. Right then and there, we could do an altar call, amen? Because everything that we need to understand or know is right here in this scripture. Let's pray. Father, we come before you tonight, Lord. We ask that you would touch every one of our needs in this place. God, help us to overcome the weaknesses and the shortness of, of, of our abilities, God. Lord, and help us to trust you, Lord. Help us to put you first in our lives. Lord, we ask you to be with us in this service tonight, God. Open our hearts, open our minds to receive from you, Father. We thank you for this, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and all God's people said, amen. You see, when Jesus had sent, as we just read in this scripture, the 70, uh, he gave them an authority over the powers of darkness. He's explaining to them that they have a power, they have authority over these particular things that are going on in their life. And when he issued this great commission to the church, he also gave us authority over the devil and the powers of darkness. He gave that to you and to me. He didn't just give the scripture in the word of God, but he gave that scripture so that that scripture would live on forever and forever and forever. That we would have the power to trample over serpents and scorpions in no matter what situation is going on in our life. Amen? You see, our basis for authority is that fact that Jesus has been given all authority from God. You see, if he didn't have the authority to give to us, then guess what? We wouldn't have that authority. But God gave Jesus the authority. He gave him the power, and the power that Jesus had, you and I have tonight. Amen? This is going to get good. It's going to get good. Amen? You're going to understand this in just a moment. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, it says, And Jesus came, and he spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, just imagine right now in your situation, Jesus walks up into you and he just knocks at your door and he says, hey, listen, I have all the authority from my God up above. I can do anything you ask. I can do anything that you need. I have the authority to do it. Well, I guarantee you that you and I would be saying, Lord, please do it for me right now. I need your help, Jesus. We'd be saying that, right? But what Jesus is trying to say to us is that the authority that was given to him by, by God, he also has given to us. We don't have to fear. We don't have to battle things that we battle. We're great at battling things in our life. In our marriages, we're great at fighting. Oh, we're great at arguing. We're great at discussing finances. As Brother Jesse said, you know, arguing over finances. I know there's nobody else in this whole place that's ever argued over finances. You know, I mean, it's just certain people who have to go through that problem, amen? Every single one of us, we try to take our issues into our own hands, and all we need to do is realize that Jesus Christ himself has given us the power and the authority to overcome these situations, amen? All, every bit. The fact that Jesus has given all authority to you and I. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 
says, therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, and those in heaven and those on earth and, and those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, what we need to understand tonight, uh, it, is, it is Jesus who has defeated the devil and all of the powers of darkness in our life. It is Jesus who has overcome those things, including death. Including hell, the Bible says, amen, and the grave, it says. He has overcome every one of those. In turn, he is giving those of us who are saved the right to use this authority, amen, that is in his name. He said, I give you the authority. Come on, that make a mummy want to shout, hallelujah, amen. He says, I give you the authority. You don't have to wait until you get a hold of the preacher on his beeper, amen. You know, we preachers, we have to carry these things called preacher beepers, amen? Everywhere we go, that beeper is just going off, and someone say, hey, you don't understand, Pastor, I'm going through this trial. Listen, call on the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Lift your hands up and surrender to the Lord and say, God, take my situation. Amen? Listen, he has given those, you and I, this very right to use this, to have authority over the devil. He says, I give you the authority as long as you and I are saved, as long as you and I are abiding in Christ. Hallelujah. We have the right to, to use his name. There's times I'm in that prayer room. And I don't have a single word to say. Can you imagine me without any words to say? There's times I'm sitting in there and I'm praying. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And all of a sudden it comes on me and I just begin to say, Jesus, I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I don't have words to say, but I say, I love you, Jesus. And Jesus begins to speak through me. His power begins to manifest in my life. And I just begin to see miracles. And it's like windows open up. And I begin to see things. And he gives me things to pray about. And he begins to encourage me and strengthen me. How many can use a little bit of strength? How many can use a little bit of encouragement? You know, it's kind of crazy. There's too many Christians in this world. They're going through some trials in their life. And many times we don't really understand why we are going through these trials. But I got news for you. We're going through trials in our life because there are things that we are allowing to come into our life that we know are not pleasing to God. Michael, you and Tiffany, I want you to come up here. They're going to testify in just a second. Stand right there, right, right down there. I'm going to finish this. No, you're good. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a testimony. It's good. Amen. But I'm going to tell you what happens is sometimes in our lives. See, he didn't know this when he called me today. He didn't have any clue that I had already prepared this message. And he began to speak this testimony to me. He began to open his heart up to me. And all I could do was just sit there and cry and weep in my truck as I'm driving down the road. Because I'm saying, Lord, you are so wonderful, God. You speak in mysterious ways. You encourage in, in mysterious ways. Because sometimes we are walking with God. We're right with God. We're doing all we can to, make, to please God. And, 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 and then all of a sudden, things happen in our lives. Amen? Michael, I want you to share this. Take just a few minutes like I asked you, okay? I'm going to take the microphone from you if you can preach. Um, yeah, I'm Michael McCool, and this is my wife Tiffany, and um, we've been coming to this church for a while, 
And um, I've always struggled with finances or trying to make sure we have the right amount of money because I'm the provider of our house. <clears throat> she stays home with the kids. And so, um, I don't know, since we got married, it seemed like everything was going crazy. Ago. Like three weeks, on the 11th of October, of October, and everything from that day was going not very good. Everybody kept saying, get married, and it'll change, it'll change, and it seemed like I fell off a cliff. <laughs> so, <clears throat> with that being said, uh, I guess it rained a couple weeks ago. We were home for like three days. I work outside, and um, things weren't going good at all. I was like, what do I do? What do I do? So, I sold, you know, I've done ba bad things in my life, so it was like a phone call away where I could make the money I need to make. <clears throat> so, I was sitting there, sitting there, and I just said, all right, God. I give it out to you. I'm not going to do anything. I'll sit here, <clears throat> and I know you will do something. So the sun came out Wednesday. Uh, I had a job get set up for Friday. It was a good job. And I <clears throat> was walking back and forth in the yard pacing, like it's still not going to be enough money. And I just looked crazy walking back and forth. And uh, I looked in our bank account, and our bank, <clears throat> sorry, our bank account was negative for like a couple, like two weeks. And I was like, what do I do? What do I? And I looked in there, and <clears throat> it wasn't negative no more. <clears throat> there, was a, <clears throat> sorry. there was a good amount of money in there that I could set at. <clears throat> I could pay my bills. I could do what I need to do. And I could like not stress. I could spend time with my wife and my kids to understand them versus being overloaded with work and stuff like that. So I just wanted to share that even when it's hard, you know, <clears throat> that's the breaking point, and I just gave it to him, and like I said, I looked at the account, I called her, she didn't answer, and I called her and called her, and finally she answered, and I was like, what are you doing? You need to look in her account because this is crazy. And, <laughs> and, it, <clears throat> and it's honestly like, I mean, I was a phone call away from making a mistake, and so we're good now, so thank you. Love you, buddy. God bless you. You have no idea what that does for me. It just stirs my soul up. It stirs up my spirit. And he doesn't go into details with his story, and he's not going to. Don't ask him any questions. But the point of the matter is, he came to a point in his time where he had to make a decision. And the decision that he made was the right decision. That I'm not going to do what I was going to do, what I want to do. Like when someone cuts you off on the road and you want to catch up and talk, just let them know how it was or how it needs to be next time you do that. You see, he made a decision in the moment, even though he was close to falling, even though it was so close, it's like we give in and it's like we want to just throw in the towel because I need a miracle. And, and like he said, three weeks of just going downhill. I mean, we know how it is. We tell people, you know what? You do right with God, and God's going to begin to bless your life. And it's so hard to understand when you're in the pit and, 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 and you don't see the blessing. But this is the authority of God that I'm talking about, the authority that Jesus has given us. We have this authority and this power in his name. Amen. He said, I called on the name of Jesus. And he said, I made a phone call. And I said, no more. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm going to live for God. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on now, someone's got to shout for that one. Woo, hallelujah. Come on, we got to get excited, amen. See, this is what Jesus did, does here. Jesus exercised authority over the devil, and that's exactly what our brother did. Now, I got news for him. He's got a good wife. 
Amen? He got a good wife. And those of us men that, that are somewhat something all right, you know, we got a good wife on our hand. The Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Amen? No, I ain't never getting married. I've been, no, you got to find the right one. Amen? Quit dating every girl you see and find the right woman and pray and ask God to bless her. Well, I got I to gotta take her out 150,000 times before I, no, no, no. You got you to gotta listen to God. You got to trust the Lord, amen? Because I guarantee you, you're going to find the wrong woman yourself. Amen. Don't shout me down on that one. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 1, verse 27. It says, Then they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commanded even the unclean spirits, and they obeyed him? <laughs> These unclean spirits, they're obeying him? Mark chapter 8, verse 16. Oh, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. It says, When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Now, what you have to understand here is this word dominion. We don't understand a lot of times what this word dominion means as Christians. It means to exercise influence and, and, and authority. That means to exercise the influence and the authority to have power over something. You say, well, I just don't have any control. I, I don't really have control. I'm really weak. I'm not strong when I get myself into a situation. No, you're just not uh, exercising the authority and the power that you have in Jesus' name. That's all it is. You say, well, I know I'm just weak. No, you're not weak. Quit telling yourself you're weak. Uh, just start exercising God's strength. That is the power that Jesus gives us. Amen. You see, when you exercise the authority that God gave you, you establish dominion. When you exercise it, amen, that's when you establish dominion. Now, we can walk in dominion in our lives over sin. We can walk over the dominion in our lives over sickness and, and lying, tormenting demons, amen. But listen to this. Jesus didn't reason and debate with the devil. Jesus didn't, didn't, didn't debate him. He didn't have a debate with the devil and ask him, well, what, what, what is it you would like to do? You, you, would you like to go over there and, and just torment Brother Paul? Jesus said, well, you know, Michael's over here. Would you like to just go over and torment him? He didn't reason with the devil. Jesus didn't go up to him and say, hey, uh, you want to go ahead and torment now? Now, there was a time where, you know, in Job's case, where Job was tormented. But Jesus was going somewhere with this. But it's not like a game where he just said, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let the devil do what he wants to do all the time and just torment our people. Jesus has exercised that. See, Jesus, he, he didn't shy away from confrontation with the devil. Many Christians, they, they're ready to back down right away when someone starts saying something because I don't know the scripture. Or because I don't really know what to say to them. I'm kind of scared and I back down. You see, that's not what Jesus did. Jesus didn't use sophisticated words. Jesus didn't go into all the theological answers and questions when he spoke to people. He shared the love of Christ. He shared simple things. Most, most of the time he spoke in parables. He was always trying to encourage and to help. Jesus, uh, he didn't allow demons to intimidate him. What did Jesus do? He cast out those demons. He took authority over every situation in his life. Amen? So authority over demons only works with submission to God. That's the only time you say, you know, there's a lot of people in church today. 
that are afraid of demons. They're afraid of ghosts in their house. They're afraid of things. They're, oh, man, I don't, I'm afraid to do this. I'm afraid to do that. You know, it's the truth. There's people here right now, you're looking at me like, how did he know? Because we deal with it on a daily basis, amen? We're always dealing with people. But the Bible says this. He says, authority over demons only works with submission to God. That's what the Bible teaches us. So this word authority or submit means to surrender or yield, to yield to authority. Amen? And I'll give you a good example of that. When the police pull you over, submit to them. They're not going to kill you. They're not going to. Now, if you jump out of your car and take off running, guess what? You're in trouble. But I'm not even going to go there tonight. Amen? But listen, we need to submit to authority. The Bible talks about authority. Matter of fact, we can do a discipleship every single day of the week for men and women, and we can discuss this very large word called authority. Because that is where we lack in our Christian life, is having authority in the name of Jesus. Amen? So the principle of submitting to authority, it's something that obviously has been misunderstood and abused both in the world and in the church. Amen? However, in most cases, people don't want to submit because we, we, we're, we're, we're rebellious by nature, to be honest with you. I mean, how, who could be honest in here and say there's a little rebellion in you, amen? Only about three or four of you are honest, but my hands are up. My hands are up. My feet could be up on this one because there's times where I'm rebellious. My wife says, can you help me make the bed? I'm like, oh, shalabahatarava. I feel the Holy Ghost coming on me. Make the bed, do the dishes, what? We shouldn't have to be asked to do the dishes, amen? We shouldn't have to be asked to make the bed. We shouldn't have to be asked to clean up the toilet, amen? And I hope y'all on Facebook and whatever else we're on right now, you're listening to me, amen? Because it's the truth. We shouldn't have to be asked. Hallelujah. Amen. See, we cannot proper, properly exercise our God-given authority if we are not in submission. We must learn and accept that submission is a biblical principle. It is a very strong biblical principle, and God will not operate outside of the biblical principles which he has ordained. He doesn't do it. He won't work in that area. If it's outside of his biblical principle, it is not going to happen. Amen? Amen? James 4, 7 says, therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil. Devil, go. <laughs> Get out of my life. I, you Listen, I've been in some crazy places before, and I've had to tell the devil to go. Amen? I'll just break it down to you a little bit, men. You're walking down the street and a woman walks out and, and you think she's attractive. What are you going to do? You're going to sit there and make a fool of yourself or are you going to tell the devil, devil go? She might even look at you and say, I'm not the devil. No, no, I wasn't talking to you. I'm talking to myself. Devil go. But you're going to have to talk to yourself. You're going to have to exercise the authority that you have in Jesus' name to overcome that temptation in your life. You're going to have to be strong. You're going to have to be rooted strong biblically in your life so that you can use and exercise that authority that God has given you. You see, the authority over the devil, it's not our only ability. It's not your ability. 
It's not something that you're so great at that you just, oh, you're so good. And You know, I remember Kirk as, as a young man, he was, he was always, uh, he, I got more love than you got hate, he would tell people. And that was a great saying. I loved it. I, I use it every day. People want to uh, battle me in the word of God. And they want to, you know, these people want to argue and they're not saved at all. They're, they're, they're heathens and, and, and they got all these issues in their life. They want to argue. I said, I got more love than you got hate. I'm telling you something that will throw them off like you wouldn't believe. They're like, huh, what is he trying to say? I got more love than you got hate. No matter what's going on in your life, guess what? No matter what's going on in my life, I'm going to let God use me and I'm going to exercise the dominion, the power, the authority that I have in Jesus' name. Amen? Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise. It's, it, what it is, is it's Jesus' delegated authority in us. That's what it is. Amen? The Bible says in Matthew chapter 8, Verse 5 through 13, it's, it's, it's pretty long uh, passage of scripture. It says, now when Jesus had entered uh, Capernaum, a, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at, at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and I will heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant, he will be healed. For I... Also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servants, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled, and he said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from the east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of, of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way. And as, if, as, as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that very same hour. Amen? Because of his obedience. So Jesus gave his disciples authority. Jesus has given you and I authority tonight in our personal life. Over everything, amen? You say, well, I don't have control in this area. Yes, you have control because Jesus has given you that authority. Hallelujah. Mark 3, 27. Let me tell you what, let me, let, let me just back up for just a second here. In this story we just read, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 5 through 13, we see a very important truth that's concerning authority. And you can go back later and you can read it, but this is a very important truth about authority. There are three areas that we will look at in this very moment, but let me, let me just tell you something. Number one is humility recognizes and submits to authority. Write that down. Humility recognizes and submits to authority. Number two Jesus was under authority himself. Jesus isn't just telling you something that he hadn't gone through. He says, you'll overcome every sin. He, he overcame every sin. He's not telling you that, you know, you're going to be perfect like he was, but he'll tell you, you can overcome those sins in your life. Amen. And number three, being under authority is the foundation for having authority and power with God. Amen. 
So being under authority is the foundation for having authority and power with God. Being under authority. Have you allowed yourself to sit under the authority of somebody? I know people in this world. I know people in this church. I know people in every church I've ever been to that they said, you know what, I'm not going to submit to anybody's authority. I will not submit to any, any man's authority. I got news for you. I've been a pastor. I've pastored many churches, and I come here and I submit to Pastor Blake's authority in this church. Who am I to say I cannot submit? But we're talking about submitting to the authority of God. God puts people in our lives to put over us, to lead us and direct us and counsel us and be our shepherd. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that. We all have an opportunity, amen, to go far with God just by being obedient to his word. Praise God. So Mark 3.27, no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. And then he will plunder his house. I love that good old saying, we populate heaven and plunder hell. Amen. I do that with everything. That, that's the authority that I use on a daily basis with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Populate in heaven and plunder hell. What does that mean? Populate in heaven. That means everything that comes out of my mouth is to encourage and strengthen and edify. Hallelujah. And to minister his word and his love and, and, and the excitement of serving God. How many know that it is exciting to serve God? Amen. It's like going to a boxing match for me. Amen. Pastor Jones, just like Pastor Blake, he's got them boxing gloves back there. But Pastor Jones, years ago, they put a, a, a boxing ring in his office. And every time he'd go out from his office to the sanctuary, he'd ring the bell. Woo! Going into the ring. Hallelujah. Amen. Dun, 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 dun. Amen. He's ready to go in there and fight. That's because there's powers and principalities that are surrounding us tonight. And the devil wants to overtake us. He wants to destroy our walk with him. But we have to understand tonight that we have the power and the authority through obedience to overcome everything in Jesus' name. Amen? Hallelujah. Come on, give him praise. Bind means to forbid. Bind it up. Forbid it. Don't allow it. Amen? Loose means to allow. I loose the Spirit of God in my life. I'm allowing you, Holy Ghost, to take over. Right now, I'm asking you, oh, Jesus, do your thing right now. Some of you that like to hunt, let me tell you something. When you go out there hunting, you just need to be crazy enough to believe uh, that you're going to get something that day, man. Because you've got faith. Uh, you believe it's going to happen. My wife, I'm telling you what, she's got miracle prayers. If you ever want something, you just pray for her. Ask her to pray for you. And I'm being honest with you. I'm not just saying this to say it. I, I'm not just saying it because I love her more than anything in this world besides God. But I'm going to tell you the truth. My wife will lose something. Somebody will lose something in our house. And we will look for it and look for it and look for it. And we will suffer looking for it. You know, men can't find anything anyways. You send him out to the garage 13 times and he, he walked right by it every time. It was a snake. It had killed him. My wife, she says, have you prayed? It's like, oh, Jesus, why is she saying this to me? Have you prayed? Honey, you already asked me that. No, I haven't prayed. Well, pray. Man, it's hard to pray when someone tells you to pray. Amen? Is it, am I telling the truth? She says, pray about it. You have, have you prayed and asked God to help you find it? Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. Help me, God. Help me, Lord, because I need your mercy right now. Amen? But guess what she does? She says, Lord, I believe that you're going to help me find it. She says, God, lead me to it right now. 
And I mean, she will start walking. And the Holy Ghost will lead her and direct her right to that thing. And I'm telling you something, 95% of the time, you can ask any of my children, they'll tell you the truth. That woman finds it. It happened tonight, right before church. It was my sermon I lost. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Amen. We're going to close in just a minute. We need to understand that God has given us an authority through Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, in John, 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, he says, As he is, so are we in the world. As he is, so are we in the world. That's if we're in right standing with God. That's when we put ourselves under his authority to lead us, to guide us, and direct us. Amen? You see, one of the marks of Jesus' ministry on this earth was his authority to that he exercised over the devil and the works of the devil. How many know that the devil is at work right now? He, I mean, the devil really thinks that he's slick. That's why we call him Slewfoot. He thinks he is slick. He's got a plan that's trying to destroy your life. But I got news for you. He cannot win this battle. He can't win it. Mark 1.27, it says, Then they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. Speak to that alcohol in your home. Speak to those drugs wherever they are. Speak to those pills that are in those cabinets and tell them, you know what? Go. You have no place here. Speak to the depression that comes on you. Speak to the lack of encouragement that you can bring up in yourself because you're trusting in you and you're not trusting in what God is doing. You see, so many times we're coming to church just for us. I, I believe it was Dwayne, Brother Dwayne, he was talking and the other day and he was saying, well, you know, we come for us, but what about the person next to you? What about those people that you passed by on the highway that were broke down and, and, and the ambulance was putting them in the back and taking them to the hospital because there was an accident? I remember one night last year, Destiny came to church on a Wednesday night. and She was in tears. I was scared to death. She ran right by me. I mean, she was so scared, she ran to her daddy. She runs to him and she freaked out. She slid on the roads and she spun out on the road on the highway. It's a crazy world out there. But you know what the devil wants you to do? He wants you to spiral on that road. He wants you to lose control. And not only does he want you to spiral and lose control and be scared, and not only does he want all that to happen in your life, but he wants to end your life. And we have to understand something. Oh, you know what? God can take me anytime he wants to take me. But I got news for you. The devil's not taking me anytime. The devil will not take me anytime. You say, well, I bet if you lost your job. You know what? I don't know what it's like to have a job. I trust in God. I don't know. I'm just going to be straight up with you. See, you all here, you got a job to go to, most of you. Some of you are self-employed like me, and you don't know where the next job's coming from. You just say, Lord, you know what? I'm waking up today, oh God, and, and, and your word promised me. Your promises are not dead in my life, Lord. Yeah, I see you blessing all these people. I see you blessing Michael and Tiffany McCool. <laughs> Lord, I'm coming for my blessing. You say, well, how do you go for your blessing? You submit yourself under the authority of God. And you say, Lord, I'm not going to chase money, but Lord, I'm going to run and chase, money's going to chase me. You say, how do you explain that? I don't know how to explain it. All I know is that God will provide. 
he'll put money in that bank account like my, my boy Mike right here. I'm telling you what, let me just tell you something. God is stirring this boy up. He calls me every day. And you want to know something? He got a new revelation every day that God's speaking to him about and dealing with him about. And God's changing him. You know what? I would rather talk to this guy every single day of my life than to talk to somebody that thinks they have the Bible all figured out. Oh, I'm, I'm just gloriously saved. Glory to God. All these smash cap preachers, I'm telling you what, they'll tell you everything's going to be good. I'm telling you what, they tell you that, oh, it's just wonderful. Just believe in Jesus. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. Exercise. Exercise. Some of you are getting a revelation on even exercise, like me. Exercise. Obedience. Exercise. The God-given authority that you have been given. Walk up into that place. Listen, I, I recently started a business, and I'm, I, honestly, I'm being honest with you. I walked up the other day to this contract, to this particular work zone, and I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I didn't know what I was doing. This is something I had never done, this particular type. I mean, I'm talking walls and all kinds of stuff, fire lanes. You, you wouldn't believe it. It's a whole shopping center. And the Lord gave me a number like that. It's a number I've never used. <laughs> I never had that number. And I'm going to tell you the honest truth. God spoke it to me. And that man pulled out a paper. He said, you sign this contract right now. It's yours. I said, oh, no, 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 no. It don't work that way. I said, it doesn't work that way with me. Because I got to go home and I got to pray about this. And I go to God. I go to the throne. I don't go to the phone. I go to God. And, I, and God will give me the numbers. And you know what? God told me absolutely no. I was just sharing with Sister Lisa. She's from Pastor Gould's church in, in Mesa in Arizona. She's here with us for about another week. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. I was sharing with her on the way to church tonight. I said, you know, I listen to God because I don't chase money. Money, money will chase me. I'd rather just have enough to feed my family and, and be smiling like a smash cat. Amen. We could use it like that too. Amen. And just be happy all the time than to go out there and kill myself for somebody else. Because I want to make all kinds of money. It ain't about that. I want Jesus in my life. You say, well, how can I get some of that money? I'll tell you how you can get it. You got to get up in the morning. You can get up as early as I get up. Yeah, you can have some people around here. I get up early in the morning. I'm not holier than that. I'm not trying to lift, you know, lift myself up. I'm not doing that to you. But some of you, you know what time I wake up in the morning. I wake up early. By 7 a.m., most of my work's done for the whole day. But I'm trusting in God in all those moments of my, my day. I'm asking God, Lord, speak to me. Lead me. Direct me. Speak through me, Lord. Give me wisdom. Help me to understand, God. I don't want to be this grumpy old geezer that I'm very capable of being. Don't look at me like that. You, you're the same. I said, God, give me a sweet spirit. Help me to be obedient. I'll tell you something. If we will pull ourselves into obedience with God, obedience and use the authority that he's given us man we would see miracles in our lives not in our only in our finances but in our health in our attitudes in our marriages in our children you know what some of you don't even know what your children are up to because you never talk to them let's have every head bowed and every eye closed we're going to open this altar in just a few minutes I minister this word to you in love tonight. 
you know I love you. You know I care about each and every one of you. And I will help you any way I can. But I got news for you. I cannot get you to heaven. I can't do it. I can lead you. I can preach the word. And I can be the greatest example in the world. My kids know I've been a, I've been a pretty good example to my kids. And even though at times in my life I feel like I failed my children, I know that God is pleased because I have exercised the dominion that I have in Jesus. I have power. When a, when a problem rises up in our life, guess what? We pray about it. We don't go down to the Social Security office and we don't go down to this office or that office or, or you know, this one or that one. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Help is great anywhere you can get it. But we run to the throne. And we say, God, lead me, guide me, and direct me. But, Lord, before all that, I humble myself and I submit myself to your authority. And I exercise the dominion I have in you. If we would do that on a daily basis, we'd begin to see people will come up to you and they'll say, there is something different about you. There's something different about you. Let's all stand to our feet tonight. Keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed. Before we go into prayer tonight, I just want to make a, a simple call. Maybe you're watching online and you say, you know what, I need to exercise this dominion that I have in Jesus' name. In Jesus. I, I need to start exercising. I need to uh, submit to the authority of God in my life. Maybe you're listening to me tonight and you say, Pastor, I'm not saved. I'm not right with God. I'm away from the Lord and I've got sin in my life. If that is you, I want you honestly to just lift your hand up right now before the Lord. Young people, younger, older, it doesn't matter who you are. I see these hands. How many more? Front to back, side to side, all over this place. You say, I want to be right with God. I want to surrender from this moment forward. I'm tired of trying this on my own. I need Jesus. Come on, put your hand up and put it right back down. Praise God. How many more? How many more? All over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to pray a simple prayer. All over this sanctuary tonight, I want you to pray. Those that lifted your hands up, maybe you're watching online and you said, I want to be saved tonight. I want you just to lift your hands up right now and repeat this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I invite you into my life to be my personal Savior. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me of all my sins. Forgive me for doubting you. Forgive me for doing it my way. And right now, in this very moment, I surrender to you, Lord. I need you as my Savior. I will trust you from this moment forward. And I will serve you with my whole heart. I love you, Jesus. Say it again. I love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. I want to ask for those, you know, you, you, you just want to pray. I'm going to open up these altars. Just come on down tonight. Let's get a hold of God for a few minutes. Take a few minutes. If, you know, if you're having troubles, you know,